Hello and welcome to episode 31 of The Love Note. I am your host Lucy Bloomfield and today is episode 4 in the series The Power of Your People which focuses on sharing the lessons from the people who have helped me to become the person that I am today. Today I'm interviewing the beautiful Sue and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the show Sue. Thank you Lucy. I haven't mentioned you on my podcast before because I wanted to respect your privacy, but today I'm really excited to introduce you. The first question is, who are you? What's your favorite daughter's name? (laughs) And what's your relationship with me? Hi, I'm Sue. I'm Lucy's mum. I'm a working mum. I have um, horses, a dog. (laughs) You're animal obsessed. Animal obsessed, pretty much. <laughs> I've recently turned vegan because I care about the animals and trying to protect the animals. Um, that's just for me as a personal choice. Um, I don't have any issues with people that actually want to eat meat or animal products. I just feel very strongly about how the animals are killed so that we can do that and what they have to suffer for us I don't really have a favorite daughter I have <laughs> two children a favorite big girl and a favorite little girl and the little girl is always trying to get the upper hand on the big girl right <laughs> mum you are one of the strongest and most independent women I know and I love that you've helped me become that too thank you for everything you've done and continue to do for me I wanted to ask you, who taught you to become independent or how did you teach yourself? Hmm. That's a very good question and it's very in-depth and I don't think there was one specific thing that taught me to be independent. I think it was just circumstance that drove circumstance in in my young life that made me independent um yeah um I was a single mum from a very young age I married young um which was way too young um so by the time I was 21 I was married with a two-year-old child and divorced and I didn't ever want to be seen as the as the stereotypical um, single mum on the pension, unruly children. So I worked really hard so that um, I was never seen to be like that. I worked two and three jobs. Um, I, I did that so that I could give Um, Ricky Lee and then you everything that you needed to be to have good values and to be um, independent girls I worked hard so that we could have a roof over our head food on the table and holidays and benefits and everything that came in it but with it but of course there is a price of doing that then um, you're not always home so 
you know, Ricky Lee obviously when you are, when she was older had to take up the reins of, you know, looking after you more so that I could work and buy a house and renovate a house. Another thing that I did was shift um, your life and my life and move to Queensland having lived in the Territory all my life then packing everything up and moving over here for a change. If one of my listeners wanted to become more independent and strong, what advice would you give them? I don't know if I would say advice, but um, for me it was just being brave enough to put one foot after the other and to have a bit of a goal of what I wanted to achieve, but more what I didn't want to go wrong. Um, I didn't, I always wanted to to do well, so to be independent, I had, I, you know, needed to work and I didn't want to rely on my parents or I didn't want to rely on a husband or a boyfriend, so it's just putting one foot after the other and hard slog and getting knocked back and being okay to just keep going and fighting and getting what you want and being what you want. I had pre-prepared questions, but I just want to ask you one other question of what you just said. How do you keep going? Like, if someone faces rejection and they haven't faced it before, what would you tell them? For me, it's just literally just seriously just getting up and putting one foot after the other. So you're sad, so you're angry, you're depressed. Um, you can't get a job or you have, have busted up from a relationship. It's just like the shaggy dog. You just shake yourself off and you put your feelings in a box and you just move on. And then one day when the lid opens, you hope to God it doesn't explode. <laughs> you hope to God. As my listeners know, I am very much like my mum in that respect, except they don't leave the feelings in a box. I sort of drag them after me, deal with them at the same time as army crawling my way through the next phase of my life. But um, it's one of the things that I really respect and love most about you, mum. You also happen to be one of the best dressed women that I know. (laughs) How do clothes make you feel and why do you choose the clothes you do? Well, as most people know, I pretty much live in jotties or... (laughs) What are jotties? um, Horse riding clothes (laughs) or, um, you know, paddock scrubber clothes. So when I go to work, I try and dress corporate, um, but working in the legal industry, I have to, although most days I've changed and I'm in my horse clothes by lunchtime (laughs) so um, I don't know I don't know if I can answer that one properly (laughs) okay when I do have to dress up and be presentable um, (laughs) the clothes that I do choose to wear I like to feel I like to be able to feel confident and um, feminine and smart What's your staple advice for dressing well? If you had, say, one or two tips for always pulling off something well, what would they be? That's For me, that's really easy. <laughs> um, whatever makes you feel confident and comfortable. 
if you want to wear a bag that's fine if you want to wear a suit that's fine whatever makes you feel good about you in the clothes that you wear I have this outfit that I call a power suit and it's not really anything special it's tights and a nice fitted basic t-shirt and it always makes me feel really empowered and really strong and as if I don't have to think about what I'm wearing. Do you have anything like that, an outfit that you fall back on? Probably the staple for me would be uh, blue jeans and a, a nice white linen shirt. I think that's probably my go-to in most situations. Shoes? Um, to, that what shoes would really depend on the situation it would be some sort of heel be it a cuban heel or you know a feminine ladies heel but yeah definitely definitely that would be my go-to clothes my listeners probably already know this because they know me quite well but i'm definitely not as well dressed as you and it's a shame that none of it none of your style has rubbed off on me <laughs> um but I think the biggest reason for this is because I've always perceived fashion and clothes to be a waste of energy because I feel as if it's time and energy spent thinking about my appearance instead of thinking about the world or thinking about others. But I know for you, it's a really big part of who you are and how you feel about yourself. So could you talk about that a little bit? I don't know if I'd say it's a waste of time. I think it really is personal choice. I have friends that go to the stables and they have the foundation and all the makeup and jewellery and then I have other friends that go to work in just very casual clothes and every I think it's how you feel and how you want not want people to see you I don't think that's really I think really it comes down to how you feel about yourself and being confident in yourself. So I don't think it's I don't think fashion is a waste of time. For some people definitely. Um for me I just want to be comfortable and confident. So if that means the situation calls for a suit, then I'm happy to wear a suit. But if it calls for jeans and a shirt, then obviously I'm gonna go for that one. <laughs> I have a few other random questions that I like to ask every person who comes on the show. They're quick questions, but you can take your time answering them. What book has changed the way you think about the world or yourself? I don't have a book, but I have a movie, um, The Bridges Over Madison County with um, Meryl Streep and Clint Eastwood really hit a chord with me. Um, it's just the love story that just never was um they just didn't connect and that really hit home for me on a very personal level um but i don't really have a book i like um i like the aragon series with the dragons and and the fantasy and I guess that's just because it takes you away or for me it takes me away from reality and gives you the fantasy world and land and animals of course gotta love those animals right mum <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
yeah I love fiction as well I always like to read it right before bed because it puts me to sleep and it's just a really nice way to end the day what's something that excites you about the next five years of your life well as you know I'm not very good at setting goals <laughs> however having you in the house for the last two weeks has made me think about um, what I actually want to do and I think in the next five years I'm going to see lots of changes I definitely want to do with, more with my writing I want to do more travel I want to go back to Paris desperately want to go back to Paris um, I with me yes with you <laughs> and with me um, I want to not work so much and I want to spend some time at Edgar's Mission and um, I want to do more or not do more because I haven't done it but I want to do um, some volunteer work at the local pound or animal shelter um, I just want to start doing stuff for me instead of always working I think so the next five years is going to be very busy and exciting. Before I continue on with the last couple of questions, you mentioned Edgar's mission. What is Edgar's, Edgar's mission? Okay, Edgar's mission is a um, farm sanctuary, uh, sanctuary for rescued farm animals, um, and their motto is um that their mission is kindness and if they could um, live in a world without hurting others then why wouldn't we and i think um, pam is the founder um, she has an amazing story and i just love that she loves the animals when you know a lot of people farm people and i'm not saying that farm people are wrong or right but that's their livelihood and they don't have time to look after the poor little calf that was born with a deformed leg or the poor little sheep that was born with you know something wrong with it or all the other little animals and people like um, Pam and um, Kyle take them in and rehabilitate them and I just think it's an amazing place and I want to go down and meet them and spend some time with them and I donate um, to them on a monthly basis but I want to do more than just send them a check every month I want to um, be more hands-on and get involved in helping however I can and we're going to Edgar's mission next month aren't we oh yes we are very, very excited it's going to be so much fun it's an absolute heaven paradise for farm animals and I think it's going to be a really fun experience I've spoken about volunteering before and how good it is for the soul and I'm really 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 excited to share this experience with you mum so getting back on track I asked you what excited you about the next five years of your life what scares you about the next five years of your life Am I allowed to say you're running away to the other side of the world again? <laughs> yes. Um, what scares me? I think the answer to that would be in five years' time, doing this again and not achieving anything that I've wanted to achieve and just nothing changed. Um, it scares me the way the world's going. Um, 
but you know I can only do what I can do in my part of the world not for the whole world I think that's about it really I'm sorry that I'm scaring you by running away <laughs> I'm definitely going to break your heart and run away again I just can't stop traveling for some reason okay last question if there was one parting piece of advice you could give to my listeners that might change the way they think about themselves or the world around them, what would it be? I think it's important to find the independence in yourself. Um, however, it, however you can do it, I think you need to be independent for yourself, not rely on other people because at the end of the day you don't know who's going to be there but you will be there um and yeah i think that's just be true to yourself and as much as you can be and just survive thank you for coming on the show mum you're welcome lucy my pleasure (laughs) that's what mums do (laughs) My listeners won't understand that joke, so I'll just fill them in. Uh, I said to mum that I didn't like when she responded when I said thank you with, that's all right, it's my job, because she should actually respond with, it's my pleasure, Lucy, I love being your mum. So if you have someone that responds to you, it's all right, that's my job, you tell them what you want them to say so they can make you feel loved. Um, Thank you for being my mum. You're incredible. Thank you, Lucy. My pleasure.